Thanks for joining us for another episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. The mindset you have can affect the beliefs you have about yourself and your abilities, can determine how you respond to information, and can propel or hinder you from seeking out new opportunities. Because of this, it's no surprise that it would play a large role in your job search and also your career potential overall. Individuals with a fixed mindset tend to stick to their comfort zones and avoid conflict or challenges, while those with a growth mindset are always looking for the next challenge and learning from their mistakes. Neither mindset is inherently good or bad, but in this episode, we'll talk about some of the benefits of identifying what mindset you gravitate toward, how to develop a growth mindset, and some common job search scenarios that you may encounter that would benefit from a growth mindset. Raymond Cowell, Navy veteran and Orion recruiter, joins the show to explore this topic in more detail. Raymond discusses his own experience and how important it has been to have a growth mindset during his military transition and beyond. Ray dabbled in physical therapy, personal training, and IT before landing a career at Orion, so he's no stranger to getting out of his comfort zone. If you have any questions about this episode or ideas for a future topic, I'd love to hear from you. Please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, Ray. Thanks for joining the podcast. Hey, Megan. How's it going? Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Of course. So this is actually our first time chatting really on or off the podcast. So, um, you know, today we're going to be talking about establishing a growth mindset and how that can help candidates in their career. And the concept actually comes from an author, Carol Dweck, and her book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And I can't really speak to the entire book because I haven't read the whole thing, but I think it's a really interesting topic that we could explore here. And I think it'd be relevant to job seekers. And I'd love to get your thoughts and insight as a recruiter. Um, before we get started, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I was a uh, Navy fire controlman, um, basically an electronics tech on weapon systems in the Navy. I joined the Navy uh, right after high school. Uh, my parents actually have to, had to sign the paperwork because I was 17. Uh, but yeah, so my first uh, command was uh, the USS Halsey. I actually pre-commissioned that ship, so I was one of the first crew members on there. Uh, then I did a stint of recruiting for the Navy for three years out of Bakersfield, uh, which required a lot of growth, which I'll probably get into. <laughs> um, and then uh, my last ship was the Bainbridge, where I, I kind of made the decision I was going to get out. Um, and then I got out, did a little bit of soul searching, explored a couple different careers, ended up landing uh, here at Orion. Um, and I've been with Orion since 2017 as a recruiter. Um, and three years, it'll be, uh, well, March next year will be like three-year mark. That's that's my story. <laughs> Very cool. So when you say you did some soul searching um, and, you know, trying to figure out what you wanted to do for a career, was Orion your first post-military career? Uh, definitely not. Um, I, well, uh, I first I, I tried my hand at a, a physical therapy because um, I, I really enjoyed being in the gym. I was trying to look at things that I like to do. All right. So I like being in the gym. So I tried the physical therapy route. I was doing personal training, group fitness, getting all into that actually got into a program uh, for physical therapy, but after doing it for a little while, I just, you know, I, I didn't want to settle because then I really didn't think that that was the career for me. Um, I got into IT um, after talking to a buddy of mine um, at a wedding because he was, he was a gunner's man. He was just like killing it in the IT field. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought I could try my hand at that. Went to school, uh, kind of the same story. I just didn't really have the passion <laughs> for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I look back at my, my, uh, 
my recruiting experience uh, over in Bakersfield, I really loved doing that job, you know, helping, you know, people pretty much change their lives, join the Navy and everything. I saw an opening uh, for Orion in San Diego. Uh, I was in Norfolk at the time, and one of my goals, too, was to get back to San Diego. And uh, I applied. Uh, Mike Wooster actually called me. <laughs> uh, he was the first guy I called. He tried getting me to go to a conference. But I, I let him know I was looking at the recruiter role. He talked to me about that. Um, and then next thing you know, I did a round of interviews with Jay and the team over here in San Diego, and uh, here I am now. Well, I appreciate you sharing that because I think it lends itself very well to our topic today. It sounds like, just based on what you share, it sounds like you do have a growth mindset. You're not somebody who, you know, starts doing something and then gets stuck. It, it sounds like if it's not what you want to do, you take the initiative to go find something else that is going to make you happy. So that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely adopted a growth mindset, um, you know, transitioning out. And that's definitely something that I think is kind of key, uh, you know, whenever you are on the job search, especially as a transitioning military member, you do have to have that growth mindset because, uh, which we'll talk about a little more in depth, you know, being in the military, you know, some might actually just really develop that fixed mindset because everything is so it's so fixed, <laughs> like in the military. Um, mm -hmm. There are opportunities for growth in the military, but for the most part, yeah, like a lot of guys and gals, you know, transitioning out, they are, they're coming out with that fixed mindset. And uh, that's definitely something we as recruiters and, you know, what we do here at Orion, we kind of get them into that growth mindset mode. There's, there's more uh, that you can do that you can achieve and everything if, if you have this type of mindset. Definitely. And, you know, when we talk about fixed mindset, it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's just, you know, some people have a certain way of thinking about things. So before we, you know, get into some of the details, can you talk a little bit about the difference between what you would consider to be a fixed mindset and a growth mindset? Yeah, definitely. Um, so basically, uh, the, the, the difference between the two, you, you have your, your fixed mindset. Uh, that's the uh, the type of person or really, I mean, uh, a fixed mindset for anything is, is you're, you, you have the mindset that you are born with or your talents and abilities, that that's what you are given, all right? Uh, and that's pretty much what you have to deal with, all right? Uh, whereas the growth mindset, they're the ones that, you know, they're thinking that they can uh, take on challenges. They, they, they can really achieve anything they put their mind to as long as they can practice and get better at it, all right? Um, and that's, that's, that's the big difference. And you can look at it in, in most pretty much kind of like a lot of different aspects in life, whether it be your career or your like, you know, your, your goals in the gym or whatever. Uh, you, you can apply this to, to pretty much anything and kind of, uh, you know, if, if you apply the growth mindset, you can be really successful and everything. Now, as far as what you were saying, as far as for the fixed mindset, it's, it's not a bad thing for a lot of, a lot of different, um, you know, kind of aspects in life. All right, uh, fixed mindset types are very reliable. All right, um, you know, bosses, you know, managers, they know they, they, they're, they're kind of their go-to guy for, for certain type of jobs and everything. Whereas, uh, you know, the growth mindset, they're, again, they're looking for those challenges and trying, trying new stuff and everything. So there's pros and cons to both. And a lot of people are a mixture of the two. All right, um, so you just got to figure out what you want to apply it to. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good point. Yeah, no, and I think that's a good point that a lot of people are a combination of the two, really like with anything, um, you know, personality types. Someone will say, I'm type A, this person's type B. Most of the time, you don't fit neatly into one category. You're kind of 
you know, fluid and can cover different things depending on the situation in the scenario at hand. Definitely. So you had mentioned, Raymond, with your transition out of the military was kind of when you developed the growth mindset. So what were some of your own struggles or maybe even apprehension that you had when transitioning out of the military? And, you know, did you have a fixed mindset at that point that you feel like you overcame? Or do you feel like you've always been someone who kind of approaches things from like a growth mindset perspective? Well, um, my, uh, my development into the growth mindset, it, it kind of started with that first uh, you know, kind of going, not straight up in my transition, which, you know, I'll talk about. But really, I mean, the growth mindset for me kind of got triggered when I did take those recruiting orders. All right. Because uh, coming off the USS Halsey as a technician, doing that for four, almost five years. All right. I kind of got fixed into that. And I actually had uh, two options, really. One was to be, uh, you know, a barracks, pretty much like a manager for a barracks, you know, taking care of PMs, maintenance, pretty much just doing my same job that I I was doing on the ship and kind of just applying it to that. All right. Whereas, uh, and then I had the other, uh, the other option taking on a recruiting role. And, um, you know, those that know me personally and everything, they, they know, especially, uh, you know, when I was on the Halsey, I was kind of a keep to myself kind of guy, very introverted. wasn't like the life of the party, had my small group of friends and everything. Uh, but I was, again, I was like a, was a quiet guy, uh, not really a big talker and everything, which if anyone has done recruiting or, or anything like that, uh, they know that that's definitely not the type of person that you want to be doing that job. <laughs> All right. But uh, I, I took it as, uh, you know, I I wanted a, more of a challenge. All right. Uh, so I, I didn't know anything about this whole growth mindset thing, but that was kind of what I decided. I wanted a challenge. And I, I had that growth mindset when picking that orders. All right. So I picked the recruiting orders. There, I, I did struggle in the beginning. All right. Uh, but I practiced. I stayed after hours with my, my supervisor at the time going over different things as far as like the script for the phone and, you know, presenting and stuff like that. Next thing you know, I was doing like full on high school assemblies. I was regularly talking at like high school graduation, stuff like that. Pretty huge groups of people. And I, I saw myself as, wow, I, I really grew into this role uh, that, you know, uh, a couple of years before that I would never even have seen myself in or whatever. But it, it kind of showed me that yes, I can learn new things and everything. And then I, I was a career guy coming out. Then going back to the ship, uh, I was just, you know, I, I had that mindset. I can do different things and everything. And then I, uh, you know, I came up on whether or not I went to re-enlist again. And, uh, yeah, it, it, the experience that I had, you know, developing the growth mindset for the recruiting role that I, I took in Bakersfield, that really played into my decision. Hey, I can actually learn new things, and I, I can pursue different things and get better at them. And that really played a part in me making my decision to actually leave the Navy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I kind of used the growth mindset. Something I did years before I actually had to make that decision kind of played into that, to, you know, to show that I, I had more potential than, you know, just being another uh, tech on the ship <laughs> uh, for 20 yeah. years or whatever. But, yeah, exactly. So nothing wrong with that, but it was just, you know, it just wasn't the, the I, I feel like, the fulfilling career for me personally. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like that you pointed that out because it's like we said before, it's not necessarily that we're saying a fixed mindset is something that's bad. It's just that it's different. So for instance, someone might enjoy being in the Navy and retiring from the Navy, doing the same thing for years and years and years, but that's not what was going to drive you professionally and make you happy and feel fulfilled. 
Exactly. And yeah, again, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, I, I applaud people that, that, that do, uh, you know, retire and everything from the military and everything, but it, everyone kind of just has to look, is, is this, you know, is this what, is this what, what is rewarding to me? Is this what I want to do? Um, you know, and if, if you have other passions that you might uh, pursue or you would, would want to pursue, if you weren't just in that, that fixed mindset, you know, uh, having that growth mindset kind of, gives you that push to, you know what, maybe I'll go for this, you know, and, and see what happens. <laughs> you know, take that leap into the, the civilian world, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, speaking of which, take the leap into the civilian world now that you're a recruiter and working with candidates, I'm sure that you see candidates struggling with this all the time, too. So from your perspective, do you just share, you know, your story or is there any specific advice that you give them? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I talk to candidates all the time. Uh, the bulk of the guys that I'm talking to are guys that are guys and gals that have not actually uh, made the decision whether or not they're going to transition. All right. So um, a part of my job isn't just to, you know, hey, you know, I got this job, I got this job, whatever. It's for me to have these kind of conversations with them um, and kind of talk to them about that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of times the candidates that, that you know, um, apply to Orion, the initial conversation goes right to those uh, kind of household names that everyone knows about companies. And what they're looking for is that job that is literally the exact same thing that they're doing currently, but they want to, you know, do it as a civilian now. And I, 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 a lot of times I have to talk to them like, yeah, you know, you, you can definitely do that. You can jump into that kind of role, but you know, again, where's the growth in that? All right. Um, and I got to talk to them about different things such as, you know, being, you, you can be a, like a customer support engineer for, you know, Intel, or, you know, do building controls or work on med device or any of that kind of stuff, stuff they never even thought of doing. Uh, but just having the, that kind of conversation with them and kind of opening up to that and, it, you know, letting them know, hey, yeah, you, you're going to get training um, you and you can grow into this role. Because those contracting jobs, stuff like that, you're still going to have that skill set that you can always fall back on, um, you know, in the future if it doesn't work out or whatever. Um, but you got to... You know, for the growth mindset and everything, you got you got to be willing to kind of take that that chance and try something new, and and just know that with practice, with training, and everything, you you can get better at something like that. So yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Uh, as far as for candidates, I I think that's kind of like the biggest kind of example uh, for that. And you, you know, just sharing your own experience, you obviously are a testament to the fact that just because you do something and it doesn't work out, or you decide you want to do something else. That's fine. That I mean, that's all. That's a good thing if you decide that you want to do something else and you move on. And really, all you're doing is just learning new things. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about a recent article that I saw in Forbes where they talk about the growth mindset and they give five steps to developing a growth mindset. I think that there are some really good things on this list. So I wanted to talk through some of those and then. Um, you know, kind of see what your thoughts were, if you agree with them, or if you have anything that you want to add. So the first one on the list is embracing failure. And that's kind of what I just talked about with you, that, you know, if you start out in a career and it ends up not being what you want it to be, and you end up moving on and doing something else, I guess, you know, you don't necessarily have to classify that as failure, but you could say it didn't work out. And that's okay. You're embracing that. So do you have anything else to say about this one? I mean, it's uh, embracing failure. That's definitely uh, a huge part of the growth growth mindset. Um, just knowing that there is going to be setbacks, 
All right, nothing ever is going to work perfectly. That's why it's, it's a risk. It's a challenge. Uh, but, yeah, embracing failure, that's definitely uh, something you've you got to do with, with the growth mindset. Because with the fixed mindset, it's, okay, I failed. You know, I'm not good at this or whatever. Or with, with, with the growth mindset, the, the flip side of that is you failed. But what, what are you learning from that failure? You know what I mean? Um, and also kind of use it as motivation. All right. Um, somewhat. Michael Jordan, <laughs> he was cut from his high school basketball team. All right. Uh, but obviously he practiced and he became the greatest, you know, basketball player to ever live. Uh, some might mm-hmm. say LeBron or Kobe, whatever, but they all did the same <laughs> thing. They, they didn't just not practice. They, they just weren't born with that. They, they had failures. They had setbacks. And that's just something that, yeah, uh, embrace. So you, you have to do that. You might make this the most polarizing podcast I've ever recorded by taking a stance on the greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do love having that debate with, uh, with people. <laughs> Don't be kind of myself, actually. <laughs> You'll get some messages on LinkedIn after this. <laughs> okay. So number two on the list is become a lifelong learner. And I think this is kind of one you hear a lot. Some of the things on this list, they sound cliche, but a lot of times the cliches are cliche because of the fact that they're true. So what do you think about this one? I mean, with the lifelong learner, I mean, that that should be kind of a no-brainer. With the growth mindset, you always want to be, you know, reading books, like whatever your passion is. Like, for example, when I was in, uh, when I was going through the physical therapy and the, you know, the personal training thing, my whole library was just anatomy books, uh, you know, how the body moves, stuff like that, because I knew, yeah, I can go get my degree or whatever or get a certification and that could be it. I can get a job or whatever. Uh, but I'm not going to I'm not going to be uh, the best at this. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to be mediocre at best. So I knew that there's more to actually than just getting the certification to be like a trainer. Uh, you got to keep learning. You got to keep learning new things because things change in uh, pretty much every industry, you know what I mean? Um, and you got to keep up because, uh, you know, those that aren't doing that, uh, they're going to be passed up by those that aren't, or, I'm sorry, <laughs> that are are learning uh, constantly. Um, I mean, one of the stats that I, I, I saw is 85% of successful people read two or more self-improvement or educational books a month, all right? Uh, that's, that's a huge majority, 85%. <laughs> Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, again, I mean, it sounds cliche, but it's definitely, it's definitely something that you, that you got to do. I think that's a really good stat on reading. And, um, you know, we obviously at Orion, we have our big list, our suggested reading list for candidates. And I've seen similar statistics about, you know, the success rates of candidates who read books like that and prepare, um, for the corporate world prior to their transition and how they're successful compared to people that don't do that. So I think that's an important thing to call out. Yeah, definitely. So number three on the list is seek out challenge. Um, Like I said, you seem to not be a stranger to this. It seems like this is something that you don't shy away from. Um, I, you know, very important again, could sound cliche, but I think if we're being honest with ourselves, most of us aren't sitting here on the day-to-day basis thinking about what challenges we're going to seek out. We're really just trying to do our job, and um, that's that. So can you provide a little bit more insight or advice on this one? Yeah, um, challenges, definitely uh, seeking them out. Um, One should not underestimate the power of actually overcoming a challenge or an obstacle, all right? 
being able to do that, it, it, like you just have to go through it. <laughs> uh, I remember, you know, just going back to my recruiting, like when I said uh, I was the introverted guy, the first two weeks, well, like, yeah, the second week I was there, I actually volunteered to go to do a, uh, a high school assembly. And I was still a new recruiter and everything, but I knew I was like, let me, I'm just going to throw myself into the, the fire here. Um, and I did that and it was probably the worst experience <laughs> I've ever had as far as public speaking. Um, I, I sort of kind of froze up there when I saw the amount of people I was going to be talking to and everything. And, uh, I mean, and there are high school kids too. So it, it kind of just, it kind of just turned into this huge, like, uh, everyone was just talking, not even listening to me. <laughs> and I just, I wanted to kind of just disappear. But that right there, that was me seeking out a challenge. Uh, I, uh, going back to kind of the first one, I, I embraced that failure or whatever, but that kind of made me, you know, uh, see that I needed definitely to work on this or whatever. And, uh, that kind of motivated me to just keep getting better and better. And again, like I said, by the end of my, my tour at recruiting, I was, very comfortable going up there and just speaking to just whoever, um, however big the crowd was or whatever. Um, but yeah, whenever too, whenever you're, you're in a job and you're, you're, you're feeling like you're kind of getting stagnant. Um, that is, that's, that's a great kind of indication that you should seek out a challenge, um, you know, and just get out of your comfort zone. Cause every time you get out of your comfort zone, you're going to grow, you know, the growth mindset. All right. Uh, doing this podcast right now, this was sort of like me kind of just jumping, you know, out of my comfort zone. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's kind of my two cents on that one. <laughs> well, you know, kind of along the same lines, I think when you continue to seek out challenges, it translates to number four on the list, which is going beyond your limits. So doing more than you think that you'll be able to do. And I think the um, kind of overall idea with this one is mind over matter. If you keep doing something that is challenging you and pushing you beyond your limits, you're going to be able to overcome even what you thought you would be able to do and kind of surpass your own expectations. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, just, you know, failing and, and go, going over obstacles, you definitely, that, that's how you grow. Uh, you know, you, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I think with kind of to summarize even three and four, seek out challenge and go beyond your limits, what comes to mind for me is fake it till you make it. You know, you, you've got to do it. You've got to eventually be, you will eventually become comfortable. Even if you're not, you know, in the beginning, you're never going to become comfortable mm-hmm. if you don't practice essentially. Exactly. And then going beyond your limits, it kind of, it reminds me of this quote uh, from my first ship, the Halsey, uh, William Halsey, that, that's who was named after he said, there are no extraordinary men, just extraordinary circumstance, circumstances that ordinary men are forced to deal with. So mm-hmm. just basically saying there's no one born with, you know, that talent to overcome whatever challenge. They were just put into that situation, and then they, they dealt with it. They, they overcame it. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a, that's a really good quote for this scenario. Okay, so number five is ask for feedback. And some people, I think, are more averse to this than others. We don't always want to know what people think about us. But when you are trying to establish this growth mindset, it's very important that you're getting feedback so that you're not just internally focused. You might think, oh, I have a growth mindset. I'm someone who's very focused on it. And then if you ask someone else, they might not think that about you. So I think this one's very important too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, feedback's very important, uh, especially if you're getting feedback from. Um, you want to, whatever job you're in, 
uh, go to that, that, that person, that boss, that manager, um, and, you know, definitely ask for feedback. Uh, big difference between the fixed and growth mindset is, you know, the fixed mindset. They're going to, a lot, a lot of times they'll see it as just criticism or, uh, or they're just being judged or whatever. Uh, with the growth mindset, any, any feedback, negative, positive, whatever, you're going to take it and then you're, you're going to grow from it. All right. Um, but you got to have that confidence to ask for the feedback from, you know, whoever it is, your mentor, your manager, whatever, and, um, you know, ask for it. <laughs> Seek it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Is there any of any of these on the list that we just talked to that kind of speaks to you more than any of the others? Yeah, the embrace the failure part. <laughs> and because, uh, yeah. again, like it's, it's setbacks. They're always going to happen. You, you got to realize that. And, you know, either A, you, you can accept that. And then, you know, go for the challenges, go for whatever you're going for, um, or be, you can, you can be afraid of the setbacks and failures and just not do anything. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, and then not grow. But I think embracing failures, I mean, that's, that's kind of my, uh, my favorite one out of these. (laughs) I would say that one stands out to me the most too, just in terms of what would be the biggest challenge for me. I know a lot of people are really into the, Enneagram test these days and I took it a few weeks ago and found out that I was a three which is the achiever and so I think it probably goes in line with that is that because of the fact that I'm focused on achievements I don't want to fail but like we just said sometimes that's part of it sometimes you can't get to those achievements without some failure along the way mm-hmm. I, I agree okay so the next thing I want to do is to talk through some common job searching scenarios and you know, what the difference would be really between having a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. And so I found this interesting chart online that shows the job search activity, which are all things that we've had podcasts about from networking to interviewing, accepting offers and things like that, and how you could approach it from a fixed mindset if you are that type of candidate versus how someone with a growth mindset would respond to it. And so I want to look at each of the scenarios. So we would start with networking. And um, it says the fixed mindset candidate would say, I'm not good at networking. I'll just apply to jobs online. Whereas the growth mindset candidate would say, I know networking significantly improves my chances of getting hired. I can get better at it and feel better about it with practice, which kind of summarizes, you know, what we've talked about this entire time. So I want to talk through the other job search activities. I'll do the fixed mindset, and you can um, give us the alternative, what a growth mindset perspective would be. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so for interviewing, uh, <laughs> someone with a fixed mindset might say, I'm pretty good in interviews already, but that's not, you know, the way we need to look at this because obviously you still have to practice. So uh-huh. alternatively, um, what do you think someone with a growth mindset, how would they respond to that? Uh, a growth mindset, they're going to know that they can't just wing it, all right? Um, and that's that's probably a failure that someone with a fixed mindset has to go through first. Um, my my first interview, I had a fixed mindset with this. Uh, I, I, I tried to just wing it, and it went terribly. Uh, from there, I learned uh, that, you know, I need to actually practice these things. So someone with a growth mindset, they are going to, uh, you know, have that. Tell me about like the basics covered. Tell me about yourself. Uh, they're they're going to research the company. They're going to, um, you know, have examples. They're going to look at the job description. They're going to see what they're looking for in a candidate. All right, and then they are going to go ahead and, uh, you know, 
apply all that to um, uh, the actual answers of their questions. All right, they're they're mm-hmm. that, that's the biggest biggest difference. Either A, you're going to wing it, or B, you're you're actually going to you're going to prepare for that particular job interview. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good that's a good response to that. So missing credentials. This is one that I think holds a lot of people back. You always see jobs posted online, and you think, oh, I would apply to that, but I don't have. A, B, and C. So I'm just not going to apply for that. I'll settle for something that doesn't require a new credential. So that's kind of the fixed mindset is just backing down and not applying. But how would someone with a growth mindset respond to that situation? Uh, someone with a growth growth mindset, they're going to see, hey, this is this is the job that I actually want. Um, this is the goal I'm, I'm going for, and I can do whatever it takes to get what that whatever credential it might be uh, for that job. Um, Mm-hmm. Pretty obvious, because <laughs> uh, you know the fixed mindset. It's just okay. Yeah, I need this. I don't think I have the ability to achieve that, so I'm not going to go for it. Whereas the growth mindset is going to get whatever qualification, whatever degree it takes to get that job they actually want. Yeah, and I think you know your own background is a good example of this because of the fact that you know you were studying studying physical therapy. Um, you know, just completely, I'm sure, immersing yourself in something that you maybe didn't really know that much about before and something that you're not even really using now as a recruiter, but you weren't afraid to, you know, learn those extra skills and um, study and do what it took to get the job. Yeah, and, you know, I I still kind of use it, like, you know, with my friends and family and stuff. I'm still the go-to guy as far as for uh, any kind of personal training type stuff. (laughs) So I wouldn't say I'm not using it completely, but, you know, it's just another – Another tool in my uh, my tool bag here. <laughs> yeah, you can never have too many of those. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so rejection is the next one. Obviously, anyone who's searching for a job like failure, you're going to experience some type of rejection. And I think the fixed mindset would say, um, you know, maybe I'm never going to get an offer. You might just give up. You might stay in a job that is kind of a dead-end job. You don't really see it having much growth potential versus someone with a growth mindset would approach that a little bit differently. Yeah, definitely. Um, someone with a growth mindset, again, they're they're, they're going to embrace that failure because that's all rejection is. <laughs> At the time, it was that failure, that challenge that, that you weren't able to overcome, and they're going to they're going to learn what went wrong, um, and then they're going to say, you know what, I'm going to do better next time. Um, uh, what you know, next time I, I, I get a, a you know a, an interview or whatever, I'm, I'm this is what I did wrong my last one, and this is. This is how I'm going to approach it this time. And that also goes back to the whole part about seeking feedback. Uh, as a recruiter, I have to have, it's not always like, oh, you got the job, you know, uh, you know, congratulations. I do have to have those calls where I, I got to give them a call and say, hey, this is, the, they're, you know, they're, they're going to pass. Unfortunately, this is the feedback they gave us. And I, I, you know, now that we're talking about this and, you know, I've researched it, I, I definitely see the fixed and growth mindset with, with the candidates I talk to. Because when I give that feedback that, hey, you, get, you know, they're, they're going to pass or whatever, and this is the reasons why, some people get offended. Um, then they, again, they take it as criticism or whatever, whereas that other candidate um, with the growth mindset, they, they, they take everything I said and they, you know, they'll say, hey, Ray, um, you know, can, can I practice this stuff with you or whatever? Um, and, you know, you definitely see the, the, the difference in, in the two whenever, you know, you get, you get uh, something like rejection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so the last thing that I just want to cover quickly 
is accepting the offer because that's something kind of goes back to um, rejection we were talking about. But um, basically, no, it's kind of what we talked about with feedback earlier. So if you want to get feedback from people. So um, the fixed mindset would say, I don't want to know if anything's wrong with it. Just give me the job. But someone with a growth mindset, they want to know more. They want to explore it and make sure that it's going to be the right fit for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, again, fixed mindset is just going to be like, you know, cool. But the other, you know, the growth mindset candidates, um, you know, as far as for, you know, kind of a little funny kind of thing with that fixed mindset, those are the ones, you know, uh, like the dream candidates. Yeah, I accept the job, whatever. <laughs> but those are the fixed <laughs> mindset guys, whereas the uh, – <laughs> the growth mindset candidates, they're, they're going to ask the questions. They're going to say, you know, um, my future boss, you know, the company culture, are they growth mindset too? Um, you know, stuff like that. Just make sure it's a good fit for them. Um, and they're, they're going to ask those, those type of questions, vice, you know, just, you know, taking the offer right when it comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So quickly, I want to touch on um, the last thing here is just, you know, if somebody is looking for, if someone is a manager seeking a management career, I saw an interesting article that kind of talked about, um, you know, how they can kind of instill these values that we've talked about with their team too. And a few things that stood out to me were really number one, don't be worried too much about your own status. You should be wanting to instill this growth mindset that you have into everyone else, helping them learn and achieve more so that you can all do that together. Um, another one was, you know, promoting personal growth. So I'm sure there's a lot of managers out there that expect people to not really have a work-life balance and they just want, you know, you to work, 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 get done what they want you to get done. But really with someone who has a growth mindset of a manager, they want you to promote that within your employees as well. And then also just hiring within your organization. A lot of people leave their jobs because they feel like there's a lack of future career development. So that's another way that you can foster the growth mindset within your team, too. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that or anything that stands out from what I just said? Yeah, um, I mean, on the manager, because I mean, you know, being in the military, you know, doing these different jobs. So, I've, you know, I, I've experienced personally all different types of managers, uh, you know, some that, you know, like you said, uh, promote, uh, you know, promote growth uh, from within. And everything. Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, as far as for a manager and your people, um, you, you don't want to look at every high-performing employee as like a threat to you and your job. You want to kind of promote that, like you know, uh, get that guy to, um, you know, get that extra certification to grow themselves within um, as a person and also as an employee because it's, it's going to benefit you in the long run, um, at, at least the company, um, you know, and then being able to hire within the organization um, or for, for those, those uh, you know, employees that, that had that manager that kind of pushed them to get those certifications and, and actually grow and everything. Vice the manager that, you know, kind of is trying to, you know, not create threats for their job or whatever. Um, that's just something that, you know, uh, you, you should do definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was one of the things that they focused on the list um, that I think I said, but I may not have was just, don't become so internally focused that you're not looking at your team as well. So I think you summarized it really good there. It's just not seeing people who are successful and who you know are a good part of the team. Don't see them as a threat. Think about them as, you know, just overall they can boost the team and get more done versus worrying about that threatening your own status. Exactly. That was a lot more eloquently well, said, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, very good, Raymond. Thank you so much for doing this. And um, hopefully it helps, you know, anyone who's listening. Like I said, I think that's an interesting topic. I can't speak to the whole book, but I think we covered a lot of the key highlights here, especially as it relates to the career. So thank you very much for talking through it with me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Megan. I really, uh, really enjoyed doing this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond, so make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.